Welcome to Follow Fox, a journey through nature's wisdom. I'm your host, Fox. One sound that means summer for sure in many parts of the United States, and in many parts of countries all over the world, is the whine of cicadas. It's soothing, a drone under the intermittent bird calls during an otherwise silent, hot, still day. It is also obnoxious, as it is simply a high-pitched hum that does not cease. A truly unique noise. Until I was about six or seven, I think I probably just figured that the trees shrieked when it got hot outside. Cicadas are an insect superfamily, a taxonomic category that ranks above family, but below order. Some species of cicada are annual meaning they return to the same spot every year to sing their songs. You may have heard of 13-year or 17-year cicadas. These names refer to the number of years it takes for the cicada nymph to reach adulthood. The nymphs burrow underground and survive on the liquid from plant roots. Nobody is quite sure why it takes so long for these insects to reach maturity. But once they do approach the age of maturity, the nymphs dig a tunnel to the surface with their front legs, creating a small mound of mud, a cicada hut, where they will exit. The whining call of the cicada is a mating call made by the males. Each species actually has its own distinctive call, which allows several species to inhabit the same area without conflict. Adult cicadas feed on plant fluids from the young twigs of trees and woody shrubs. Contrary to popular opinion, adult cicadas do not cause serious plant damage from their feeding activities, but do damage the plants as a result of their behavior of cutting small slits in the plant they use for places to deposit their eggs. Preferred host trees for cicadas include oaks, maples, willows, and ash species. Cicadas are very opportunistic feeders, though, and they will likely be attracted to whatever large plant is nearby when they emerge from the underground habitat they lived in as nymphs. According to an article in the Farmer's Almanac, because of their tendency to appear in vast swarms, cicadas are often referred to as locusts, though locusts are technically a different species that also appears in epic proportions. Cicadas are related to crickets, while locusts are actually grasshoppers. Cicadas are often associated with reincarnation or immortality. This is likely because they emerge from the ground as adults, underground being the common location for the world of the dead. Cicadas can be eaten. They are low-carb, gluten-free, and low-fat. But before consuming, one needs to consider whether the cicada was exposed to any chemicals or pollutants during its time underground. Also, if you're allergic to shellfish, you may have a reaction to cicadas. In his thesis, The Cultural Significance of the Pueblo Indian Flute, Kevin Brewer writes that cicadas buzz more on hot days. To the Hopi mind, however, this idea is flip-flopped so that the cicadas call in the warm weather by fluting. This is important, as Molotaki states, Hot weather induced by the music of cicada is considered desirable and highly beneficial by the Hopis. They believe that warm temperatures promote growth and maturation of crops. According to Hopi informants, the cicada has the heat, so weather gets warm when the insect flutes. 
The cicada roams the plants playing its flute. It goes around encouraging them, for it owns the heat. The cicada also plays an important role in several versions of the Hopi emergence or origin myth. This fact alone testifies to the importance of the insect, and by association the flute to the Hopi. In the version presented by Waters, the people are being led on their migration by two cicadas. On top of the mountain, they met a great bird, the eagle. One of the mahus, cicadas, acting as a spokesman for the people, asked the eagle, Have you been living here very long? Yes, replied the eagle, since the creation of this fourth world. We have traveled a long way to reach this new land, said the mahu. Will you permit us to live here with you? Perhaps, answered the eagle, but I must test you first. Drawing out one of the arrows he was holding in his claws, he ordered the two mahus to step closer. To one, he said, I am going to poke this arrow into your eye. If you do not close them, you and all the people who follow you may remain here. Whereupon he poked the point of the arrow so close to the mahu's eye it almost touched, but the mahu did not even blink. You are a people of great strength, observed the eagle, but the second test is much harder, and I don't believe you will pass it. We are ready for the second test, said the two mahus. The eagle pulled out a bow, cocked an arrow, and shot the first mahu through the body. The mahu, with arrow sticking out of one side, lifted the flute he had brought with him and began to play a sweet and tender melody. Well, said the eagle, you have more power than I thought. So he shot the other mahu with a second arrow. The two mahus, both pierced with arrows, played their flutes still more tenderly and sweetly, producing a soothing vibration and an uplift of spirit which healed their pierced bodies. The eagle, of course, then gave the people permission to occupy the land, saying, Now that you have stood both tests, you may use my feather any time you want to talk to our father's son, the Creator, and I will deliver your message, because I am the conqueror of air and master of height. I am the only one who has the power of space above. So, I represent the loftiness of spirit and can deliver your prayers to the Creator. The buzzing pitch that cicadas emit is reminiscent of a chainsaw constantly revving. As a matter of fact, cicadas can sometimes confuse the vibrations of power tools with the vibrations of the males. As a result, male and female cicadas may swarm to you if you're using power tools, lawn trimmers, leaf blowers, or mowers. Dan Mosguy, a cicada enthusiast who runs cicadamania.com, recommends using power tools at dawn or dusk when cicadas are least active to prevent swarming. Even if you hate the sound of cicadas, I hope you've liked the sounds of this episode. You can enjoy more episodes of Follow Fox at anchor.fm slash followfox, which is all one word. Please consider clicking the support button on the Anchor page. I'm also on Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify. If you have any questions or topic recommendations, you can email me at followfoxcast at gmail.com. That's all one word as well. Again, all one word followfoxcast at gmail.com. The Follow Fox logo is by V. Wegman. I release new episodes every first and third Wednesday of the month. 
So you can expect to hear from me again on August 19th. You've been listening to Follow Fox. I'm Fox. Thanks for following.